Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Change is inevitable. It's as imminent as the moon and the tide in the seasonal Starbucks menu. It's a rite of passage for all of us. Transformation is power, energy, momentum. It keeps us moving forward. It's the one given in life that everything will change, that all will be made new, that evolution is just around the corner for all of us. That is an excerpt from Jenna Kutcher's new book, How Are You Really? I'm incredibly excited to have Jenna on the show today for a couple of reasons. One, her and I share some very symbiotic backstory experiences Two, because she has been a powerhouse in empowering 
women entrepreneurs and business owners around the world to own their greatness, to own their power, to own their ability to be leaders. And I think that's incredibly important, especially in the conversation about personal development and growth and change. Um, she's also the host of one of the top rated podcasts in the world called Goal Digger, um, which I love and I started listening to years and years ago. And having her on the show really means a lot to me because I, I wanted to sit and have a conversation with her about the depth and scope of not only change, but empowerment for women. And also the conversation about her having a husband who happens to be a stay at home husband, who is the the foundation and cornerstone of, of a lot of what she's been able to build through having that amount of trust and connection and love and empowerment. And the, the conversation we're about to have is really beautiful. And I felt so honored to be able to share it with you today because as her new book is coming out, and I think about this as an author all the time, we need to support each other. And so in my way of supporting her as a new author and a first timer who I, I welcome to the club, um, I actually bought five copies of her new book, How Are You Really? And I am giving them away to you, the Unbroken Nation audience. What you have to do in order to be entered to win one of these copies is to go on iTunes, check out the Think Unbroken podcast, leave a review, screenshot it, and then post it on social media and tag me at Michael Unbroken. And when you do, you'll be entered to win a copy of her new book. Um, and it's phenomenal. I already read it. I got an earlier release copy. I sat and read the whole thing in one day and it's incredible. Even as somebody who is in this world all of the time, literally, I learned so much. And I think that's the cornerstone of a really, really phenomenal book is when you can sit in it, where you can read it, where you can consume it and go, wow, I learned something today. And, and that's how I felt about her new book. Are you how are you really? And you can grab that on Amazon or, or wherever. But that said, if you want to win a free copy, screenshot your review of the Think Unbroken podcast on iTunes, post it on social, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, it doesn't matter, and tag me at Michael Unbroken for your chance to win. It's Michael Unbroken on all the platforms. I'm very excited to share this episode with you, Unbroken Nation. It's going to be a game changer for one of you out there. And without further ado, my friends, let's get into the show. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Welcome to the Think Unbroken podcast. I'm your host, Michael Unbroken, and this podcast is about helping trauma survivors let go of the past, overcome their fear, discover their identity, become the hero of their own story, and ultimately to be unbroken. Our goal and company is to bring on guests and experts in the fields of mental, physical, and psychological health to help you overcome the past, to take back your power. And in this podcast, we are unedited and unfiltered, and we're going to give it to you real so that you can start to create massive change in your life. If you're curious about learning more outside the podcast, you can get a free copy of my book, Think Unbroken, at book.thinkunbroken.com. That's book.thinkunbroken.com, where you can get a copy of my number one bestselling book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma. The most important thing that you can ever do, my friends, is show up for yourself, and that's where you are today, and I appreciate you. I have massive gratitude for you, and without further ado, let's get into the show. We'll be right back to the show, but before we do, I'm going to take a moment and tell you about my new book, Unbroken Man, A Man's Guide to Being the Hero of Their Own Story. 
I sat down a few months ago and realized that there are so many men in the world that need guidance, that need support, that need to learn about trauma, removing themselves from toxic masculinity, breaking down the barriers to vulnerability, getting unstuck, and ultimately learning the tools to become the hero of their own story. Unbroken Man is available for pre-order right now if you go to men.thinkunbroken.com where you'll also get access to over $1,000 in bonuses, including the six-week in-depth trauma healing coaching app, which you'll get instant access to. I created Unbroken Man to be accessible to everyone around the world, but it is written for men from the guise of a man, and I hope that you will find it to be a practical tool on your healing journey in the same way that thousands of men around the world have. So check out men.thinkunbroken.com to pre-order, and until next time, be unbroken. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my guest, Jenna Kutcher, who is an entrepreneur, speaker, and now, and hopefully soon to be, best-selling author. Jenna, my friend, how are you? What is happening in your world? Oh, I'm so happy to be with you. Um, it is such a crazy thing. Even hearing the word author, it still gives me goosebumps. Um, and so... Yeah, it's a crazy time in my life, but it's beautiful. And um, being with you today is such a treat. Yeah, trust me, the honor is all mine. I'm excited to share you with the Unbroken Nation audience. And from one author to another, welcome yes. to the club. Thank you. Um, it's so exclusive. I, it, 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 you, you know what it is? It's fascinating me how many times you hear people like, I want to write a book. I want to yes. do this. I want to create that. I want to build this. And it's just, it's idea, 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 no execution. Yes. What was the, let, let's just jump right into it. Yeah. What was the pivot for you to be like, you know what, actually, I'm going to do this. Yes. You know, what's funny, Michael is, um, and there are, there is literally evidence of me saying I will never write a book, um, I know. multiple <laughs> times. And it's funny, um, because for so much of my life, and I think for a lot of people, there are seasons of life where you're really looking at two main factors. There's time and there's money, right? I was an entrepreneur. So there was a season of my life where I was trading time to earn money. And then there became this season of my life where I was like, I will give dollars to get back hours. And I was always looking at this book thing and being like, this is a long project. Like, why would anyone do this? And for me, it had to become not about time or money, but about impact in the message. And I am a creative through and through. I was a wedding photographer, a watercolor artist. I've done a lot of creative endeavors in my life. And so when I finally decided I'm going to write a book, I knew that I had to protect my like spirit and my creativity in the way that I did it. And so I did everything backwards. I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years. I have so many incredible friends who've been through this experience of writing and publishing a book. And I knew that their experience wasn't necessarily meant for me. And so the day that I decided to write the book, I decided I was going to do it in private. I wasn't going to announce it to the world. I wasn't even going to tell my mom about it. I just wanted to write without a deadline, without a paycheck so that I could really focus on words that tell and not words that sell. And I wanted it to mean something to me, even if the world never saw it, even if it never escaped the Google doc that it was on my computer. And so it was a really interesting process, but it, I always think about Justin Bieber when he's like, never say never, because I'm like, now I greatly welcome like the evolution and the change and the contradiction in my life because it just means that I'm like learning and growing and evolving. 
Yeah. And, and you know what? I think change is so important. And yeah. if we get stuck in dogma, like good luck, you know, it, it's funny. We actually share two things in common. Yeah. Um, I actually used to be an international wedding photographer myself. So I know you and I must have crossed paths at a WPPI yes. or pro photo yes. or something like that. You know, I, I heard you say something that I, I actually wrote down. So I'm going to read this yeah. directly from my phone because it, it really struck me and it was so powerful to hear you say it. And the vast majority of the the audience are people who are a woman or know yeah. a woman. Yes. And there is this thing that you said, women are taught that being strategic is conniving. Yes. And and I want to I want to go into that for a reason because yeah. it it feels to me so often when you come across powerful strong women who are trying to build something, maybe they've overcome a tragedy like you've had in your life, maybe they're trying to figure this out and they're like, "I want to create this thing." People go, "Oh no, you're you're two-sided. You're conniving." We don't know yes. about this. Talk about that. Oh my gosh. You know, it's funny. Somebody asked me the other day, they were like, tell me like three facets of who you are and like what you love about yourself. And, and I said, I said, I'm strategic. And I used to hide that because there's something about the thought of strategy where it makes people think like, oh, they're in it for themselves. Or it's, it's always like, you know, they're giving just to receive and, and strategy to me means and has been leveraged in my life of like, how can I do work in the way that only I can work, but make the greatest impact. And strategy to me means like, how can I do something and get it out into the world? Strategy to me means like, how can I take this message and make it my mission? And it's really fascinating because especially as, you know, a successful woman entrepreneur, there is just this double standard throughout everything. I have so many incredible, incredible close relationships with male entrepreneurs who are like my peers in the industry. And there's just this double standard. It's, it's something that's different. I um, was in LA a few weeks ago doing some interviews and I was up in the middle of the night walking my three-year-old through breathing exercises as she was waking up with a night tear and nurse or um, breast pumping in the middle of the night for my little one who's at home. And I was like, no male CEO would be expected to do this. Um, there's just these this different standard. And so when I think when it comes to strategy as a woman, it's looked at in this way of like, oh, the intention must not be good. Um, but I'm strategic for impact. And so I've really had to learn how to like honor those gifts of mine and use them in ways that can make a difference, but also use them in ways that can invite other people to step into their gifts without feeling like I need to dim this a little bit so that it doesn't make other people feel small. Yeah. And, and that's a reflection and that's a journey and that's a like a holy shit moment, right? Yeah. Because I, I know your background and your story. And for yeah. those who don't, I'll, I'll talk about it more later, but yeah. You were, I'm going to be in the corner office. I'm going to have a stay at home husband. I'm going to come home to cook meals, wear the pantsuit. That was your game. Yeah. And then you got into it. Like so many of us do. I landed a fortune 10 job at 20 years old before building my wedding business. And yeah. I was like, I fucking hate my yes. life. Yes. What was happening? Cause people are going to hear this and they're going to be like, well, I feel like I have this power. I want to honor this truth about me, but like I got the 401k in the health yes. we got kids. Like yes. what do you do? Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. So, um, I grew up in the Midwest in small town, Minnesota. My dad worked at a paper mill for 30 years. My mom was a teacher. And so security was everything, right? Like security was safety and security was something that you'd be an idiot to let go of. And 
And so when I landed my job out of college, I had only been shown that like successful women were the women with the corner office, like devils wear devil wears Prada style. Like that's what success can look like as a woman. You never saw a successful woman in yoga pants with a baby on a hip and a business on the other. Like that just wasn't the imagery that was being sold to us. And for me, I had this huge aha moment when, um, I went into my boss's office and I saw this picture of her children and um, I, she never really brought up her children. And my boss was a woman and I was like, oh my goodness, tell me about your kids. And I could tell it was like a really delicate situation for her because I knew the long hours she worked. I knew the way that she was climbing that ladder. I knew that like she was lucky to get an hour with her children at the end of the day before they went to bed. And in that meeting, she handed me my five-year plan. And it was literally like this like visceral reaction of like, I don't want this. Like it was like more money, more contribution, but more responsibility, more time. And I was like, nobody asked me like, what do I want in my next five years? And I remember going back to my office and there's this picture of me and my husband at a college party. And I remember thinking, do I want to live my life looking at this picture on my desk? Or do I want to live my life in a way that allows me to look that person that I love the most in the eyes and do life with them. And I didn't know how I was going to get out and I didn't know what that would look like. And I didn't hand in my two weeks notice that day, but instead I thought, where did the passion go? I think most of us like passion used to be this fire in our lives. And today it feels like ashes. Like when you think about the messaging of like, so good pursue your passions and you'll never work a day. Most of us don't even know what we're passionate about anymore, right? Like we don't even feel like we're passionate human beings. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily like, I am so excited to be a photographer. It was like, I need a way out. And my camera was my vehicle out. I loved wedding photography, but it wasn't my life's calling. It was that piece that was getting me out. And I think if you are listening to this and you are thinking, I don't know what my passion is, Maybe instead of thinking what you do want, maybe focusing on what is it that I know that I don't want right now? Because I feel like a lot of my life has been led by getting somewhere or arriving somewhere or hitting a certain goal and being like, this doesn't feel good. So I know I don't want that thing anymore. Where am I headed next? We all have that thought, right? Mm -hmm. We all have that moment of like, you know, being on some of the biggest stages in the world, having these conversations with amazing people like you, sometimes I sit and I go, it is not about the goal that I just accomplished. What it is actually about is of being of service. It's mm -hmm. about going and bending myself in the rare occasions that I do to create something beautiful for people. And, yeah. and I do, I fully believe this, that purpose comes from honoring your truth about what it is that you can contribute to society. And that doesn't mean you have to be on stages and write fucking books. It just yes. means that you have to show up authentically as you. Yes. But Jenna, there, there's so much fear, so much fear, and especially for women because they're, they have expectations way higher than anything a, a man. And I'm obviously not a woman, so I can't have that conversation. Yeah. But, but how do you navigate the fear of honoring your truth when mm -hmm. society is just always standing here on top of you and saying, ah, but you should be a better mother. Ah, but mm -hmm. you should be a better wife. Ah, you should be this. 
Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause even when I was in LA, I was in an Uber and, um, the, the guy was driving a minivan and I was like, Oh, do you have children? And then, and then we got in the conversation. I was like, yeah, I have two little ones. And he was like, Oh, how did you leave them at home? And I was like, don't ask me how, ask me why, because my why is so much stronger than the how or the what, right? Like my why is because I want to make an impact. I want to show them what it looks like to have a mother that is fully alive and engaged. Like that will inspire them more than me being a martyr to my children. Right. And it's so fascinating because when I think about fear, I think that really fear is a lack of confidence, a lack of belief in ourselves that we can actually follow through. And what I mean by this is we live in such an extremist society where it almost gives us that messaging of like, you know, just drop everything and move in the direction of your dreams and it'll all work out. But I really think that a lot of times we need to leverage the things that we're leaning on right now, leverage where we're at to move us and propel us forward. And sometimes forward looks so microscopically small. It's like inch by inch. And society doesn't love that. They don't recognize it. They don't see it. Like think, Michael, if I was like, hey, Michael, you want to pull up a chair next to me? Let's go sit and watch this tree grow. The growth above the ground would be so boring. Nobody would watch it. But the growth underneath the ground is what is like spreading and strengthening that tree. And I think a lot of times when we have fear, it's mostly fear that we're not actually going to follow through that. Why would this time be any different? Why would I be able to do it? And I believe how we overcome that is by these tiny actions that slowly build the muscle of our confidence. When you're a confident person, you show up entirely different. There's this line in my book that says like how we show up to our battles is directly linked to the type of warrior that we believe we are. And I think a lot of times we're showing up to life's battles and like looking over each shoulder and being like, not me, I'm not ready. I'm not, don't choose me. I can't go. And it's like, when we believe that we are a warrior that can overcome, that that can be strategic, that can have ideas, that can pivot, that can change, that can evolve, that changes how we show up in every area of our life, from relationships to parenthood to entrepreneurship. And so fear, I really believe, is rooted in this lack of confidence, and confidence is built slowly over time. I think about the line, slow growth, deep roots. And I think that society doesn't honor that, but that's something that we need to start honoring and noticing and having this awareness for in our own lives. Yeah, and, and people completely underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Yes, it, it, It's yes. unbelievable to me when I sit and I look and it's like, even this is a journey I had to have with mm-hmm. myself as being like, dude, you got the rest <laughs> of your life to build this thing. Yes. Like, show up, do the thing every single day, yes. follow through. And, and Tim's story told me something so important when I talked to him, he was like, dude, just plant the seed. Yeah. Just plant the seed. And yep. I was like, deal. All right. For the, I will plant this seed until I don't want to be a farmer anymore. Anyway. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I was listening to one of our friends, Ed Milet, and he said yeah. something and, you know, being in personal development, being in this space now, seven, eight years, having these conversations all the time. It's honestly at this point, kind of rare when I have a holy shit moment. Yeah. And, and Ed said something to me, no, I do not have children. So I will preface that, yes, but, yeah. but I want your thoughts on what he yeah. said. He said a form of child abuse, and this, I literally have goosebumps right now. He said a form of child abuse is for parents to not live out their dreams. Yeah. 
We'll be right back, but I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about the Think Unbroken six-week trauma healing coaching program. If you go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com, you can sign up for the six-week daily Think Unbroken Trauma Healing Coaching Program. In this program, we're going to go over the six principles of healing trauma, adaptation, understanding the impacts of trauma, how to become the hero of your own story, what to do next, and ultimately what it means to be unbroken. For more information about this six-week coaching program, which you can download as an app on your phone and take with you everywhere, no matter where you are in the world, it's interactive. It's built about giving you practical tools that you can use in real time. And if you're ready for what's next in your life, go to coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Again, that's coaching.thinkunbroken.com. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah. I was just with Ed. Um, He's a really, really incredible human. For anyone that's following, um, if you ever question the caliber of human he is, he is that and then some. And um, it's been a really beautiful friendship with him because I am about two decades younger than him. And so he can see in me a lot of the season of his life that he missed because he was in that growth phase, right? He wasn't awake to what was happening in his own home because he was building and building and building. And I, and when I'm with him, I sense this deep regret of like, I was there, but I wasn't really there. And, um, and I think that so much of like what we think about in terms of parenthood, especially these days, is there is this idea of like dying to our children, like, you know, doing anything to give them a better life. But in that, a lot of times we suppress our desires, our dreams, our passions. And it's even funny. Um, recently, we've been doing family workouts. I have a three-year-old and a six-month-old. You can imagine how that goes. But I want them to see that like working out is just a way of life. Like it's just how our family operates. It's a piece. It's a non-negotiable and it's something that they're invited into. And Ed also has said that with children, things are caught, not taught. And so it's like you can teach all you want, but they're actually just paying attention to the way that you show up. And I was actually on stage at Ed Milet's event recently, and I was feeling kind of torn of like, should I be traveling? I have these little ones at home. You know, is this the right move? And I was on stage and I felt so alive and vibrant. And I was telling these stories. And after I stepped off stage, my husband had sent me a a picture of my two daughters watching me on the computer at home and seeing their mom on that stage and seeing that impact. And I was like, this is it. This isn't balance. This is the blend. This is what is required for me to live into my dream, my vision, and to honor that so that my children can see that, but so that they're invited to be a part of it. It's not separate. It's not reserved only for me. It's something that has afforded all of us the life that we have. And so I really do think that nowadays it's like, if you are only in service of others, where, where is your cup being filled? Where are you actually like feeling fully alive when you take away the titles, the identities, like, who are you really? And that's the first section of my book. Who are you really? Because I think a lot of us, when we take away the accolades, the titles, the things that sound impressive, we don't really even know who we are. Yeah. And 
And that is very much like that championship fighter mentality. When you're so tied to that idea of this is who I am and you're not a champion anymore, you see it all the time. It's heartbreaking. But I had the same experience because when I stopped being a photographer, I had no idea who I was. I fell into this by a complete, it was a complete accident. Like like literally I was in in, in bed one night, it was three o'clock in the morning and I was like, I know what I'm supposed to do with my life. And and it was really about leveraging all the abuse, all the chaos, being yeah. homeless as a little kid, being a drug addict at 12 years old and taking all of those things and going, what can I do with this? Yeah. So that another kid does not have to have a story like mine. And I think the identity just comes in the moments of, of silence, of solitude, of reflection, of journaling, of meditation. And, and look, we're not saying anything new. No one's yes. not said this a million times, but, but the truth about it is that there's a willingness that you have to have to step into it because people are watching watching you. And, mm-hmm. and whether you like it or not, I'm going to drop some knowledge on people. Like you're a leader, yes. you're a leader. If you have a spouse, if you have kids, if you have whatever, you're a leader. And so, and especially when, when you are a female leader, entrepreneur, powerhouse, someone like yourself, I think that there are, and I know there are definitely women listening right now who are in that arena. I'm actually going to flip a question that you've been asked probably ad nauseum. Yeah. What advice would you actually give to men yeah. Whose wives, partners, spouses, women in their life are powerhouses. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a great question. Um, and I want to preface this with the fact that like I'm so privileged because my husband is a stay-at-home dad. And I don't know if I would feel as secure in me going and pursuing my dreams in the way if I didn't have his support. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that I remember the day we got married. We were 23 years old, and I remember the pastor saying this. Um have you ever played the game cribbage, Michael? It's it's yes. like, okay, so we're from Minnesota. So it's, it's a big game up here. It's big deal so, up there. <laughs> yes. Drew and I used to go sit at Starbucks or Barnes and Noble and we would play cribbage. And on the back of our cribbage board, we would keep score of who had won so many times. And I remember on our wedding day, um, the pastor said, he said, now is when we stop keeping score. Mm. This is not about being opponents. This is about being teammates. And I will say for any man out there who notices this desire, who notices this tiny ember where your wife believes there are ashes. I want for you to fan that flame because there is nothing but benefit on the other side of watching the person you love come fully alive. Nothing but benefit. And I feel like in our marriage, in our lives, there have been these seasons where it is like handing off a baton. Now you go. Now you go, now you go, now you go. It's back and forth and back and forth. We are teammates. We want the same thing. We want lives that feel peaceful, that feel fulfilling, that feel enjoyed. And so it's really fascinating because a lot of times, Michael, when I'm at events or with business people, I sit and talk with the wives. And generally speaking, most of the men are the entrepreneurs and most of the wives are the support roles. And I cannot tell you how many times in conversations with these women, I feel this desire. I feel this urge, this like suppressed dream of hers. Like she is waiting to like break free. And I don't think it's the men's fault, but I also don't think that they're doing anything to fan that flame, to encourage Mm. that, right? Because that's going to mean that things will change for that guy, right? Um, And so when you look at any partnership, I think that there's something so beautiful at having this shared vision. There's this chapter in my book about the cribbage board and um, 
It's talking about how when you move through life with someone, whatever that partnership looks like, whether it's a friendship, a family member, whatever, that person is the person that reminds you that the view is going to be worth it when you're climbing to the top. And Brendan Burchard always says, like, if you make it to the top and you're all alone, you've done something wrong. You haven't done it the right way. And so bring the people along with you as you strive, but don't forget to encourage their own fulfillment. Yeah, that that's so important. What does that mean to you, though? Like, go deep into that. Like, what has that transpired into to have that experience, to have that connection? Yeah. You know, it's really interesting because... Um, when my husband and I were first married, we didn't want children. And we were very clear on it. Just like I said, I'd never write a book. I was like, I'm not going to be a mom. Um, and when our desires started to shift, when our hearts started to change, my husband told me, he's like, I, I dream of being a stay-at-home dad. And in our fertility journey, we lost two pregnancies over two years. And I felt like I couldn't pass the baton. Like I knew what his dream was. And like me and like our losses were holding that dream back. And I can't tell you how heartbreaking it is to live in a state of like, I know what my partner wants. And like, I'm the person that can't give it to them. And it's been really fascinating because, you know, as my careers change, as we've evolved, as we've kind of like gone through so many different versions of myself, I think about that 23 year old who stood at the altar and I'm like, this woman today is such a different person. But as I've grown into myself, I've also grown into my husband and I have stayed so aligned with like what success looks like for us, not just for myself. And so even in like preparing to launch the book out to the world, it's like, okay, things are about to change, but here's how we're going to stay in touch with each other and stay connected to the goal and stay connected to the vision as a team. Um, because I think a lot of times people don't even have those conversations. Like, how are you really? Like, where are you at? Um, and so for me, it's just been everything. And I think too, it's really kept me grounded in this pursuit and really kept me you know, focused on what truly matters. It's like, who are you doing life with? Not what are you doing, but who are you doing it with? And that's literally section two of my book is who you have and who has you. And I think that there's this really desperate yearning for community. And there's this line in the book that says, being lonely isn't being isolated. It's being in a room filled with people who don't fully know you. And I think that for a lot of listeners, when you think about it, you're moving through life with the people closest to you and you don't feel like you can be a whole person, like fully yourself. And I think that's the real true core of loneliness. And I think that's almost, you know, a pro I mean, not almost a problem. It is a problem in our world these days. Yeah. And, and you've got to be willing to be ultimately and incredibly vulnerable and yes. incredibly honest and, yes. and face the reality that guess what? You're probably not as great as you think you are all the time, but yes. simultaneously you are. Yes. And so there's this like weird reconciliation with your ego. What, what role does like honesty play for you in this whole game? Oh my gosh. Everything. You know, it's funny because, um, when people talk about like overnight success, you and me both know it's like over decade success, right? Like what you yeah. see today started over 10 years ago. And for me, like integrity is everything and alignment is felt, it's seen, it's visible, it's, it's present in the way that you show up. And so it's like, I've lived so many lifetimes in my decade of entrepreneurship. I was a wedding photographer. I had a wedding blog. I was a watercolor artist. I was a speaker. I was a coach. I had a mastermind. Like I've done all of these different things and they've all worked out not because I'm lucky, but because every single time I've let something go or stepped into a new identity, it's in full 
full alignment. It's following like the direction that my gut is guiding me into. And so for me, like that level of honesty and integrity is everything. And I look at the people who I'm so fortunate to be surrounded by. And I recognize that like one, I belong in those rooms and I belong sitting at those tables, but two, that I will be the most honest, authentic, aligned version of myself, no matter what. Because I think so many of us are going through life with all of these, I should be doing this, or I could be doing this, but just because you can do all these things, maybe you shouldn't. Um, And so it's like, I move through and inspire people in ways that they need to be inspired in, in the same way they do that for me. And it's all through that like integrity piece. Oh, that's so beautiful. I absolutely love that. And I've seen that play out in my life as well and my client's life and yes. so many people. Yes. This conversation has been absolutely amazing, my friend. Before I ask you my last question, yeah. tell them where they can find you and the new book. Okay. Before I do that, I just want to honor you and your work. I think a lot of times when we step out in this way, sometimes it feels like, you know, is anyone paying attention? Is this making a difference? And I also think that when we open ourselves up and share those like hard things in our life, a lot of times it can feel so vulnerable. So I just want to honor you and the way that you show up um, and remind you that your story matters. And a lot of times we don't see those ripple effects. And so I just wanted to preface with that and just thank you for having me um, truly. And you can find my book at howareyoureallybook.com. We have some cool bonuses if you grab a copy um, or just go to how are you really and find it anywhere target barnes and noble amazon all of the places um and the thing i love so much about it in the subtitle is living your truth one answer at a time and it's really just this call to invitation to like come back home to yourself and really check in with yourself so that you can start moving forward with the things that we've talked about today with that alignment and that integrity Love it. And of course, we'll put the link in the show notes for The Unbroken Nation. My last question for you, my friend, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? To be unbroken means to be peaceful in the chaos. Um, For me, if you look at my life from day to day, it is constantly chaos with two little ones and a business and all of these things happening. But being unbroken means like finding your inner calm, even when the world is shattering around you and coming back home to yourself. And I feel like it's just become this practice in my life to like slow down and breathe. It's like when you unclench your jaw and you don't realize that you've been moving through life with it clenched or when your Apple watch pings and tells you to breathe and you don't realize you haven't actually been taking a deep breath. And so for me, living unbroken is finding that inner calm, that inner peace, that inner knowing and coming back home to that. Beautifully said, my friend. Thank you so much for being (gasps) here. Thanks for having me. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see you. Unbroken Nation, hope that you just got a tremendous amount of value from today's episode. I want to know what you think. Please do me a favor and review, rate, and share the episode with three friends on social media today. It would mean the world if you did, because ultimately at the end of the day, creating community and connection is how we heal generational trauma in the world. And I need your help to do that, Unbroken Nation. So if you're on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are, please like comment, share, review. I want to know not only what you like about the show, but how I can make the show better, how I can make this further about helping you on your healing journey. So do me a favor, 
And when you do, shoot me a screenshot of you making the review to my DM at Michael Unbroken on Instagram so that I can have a conversation with you, say hi, and more importantly, so I can share it with the Unbroken Nation. Thank you so much, my friend. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.